Welcome to another episode of Sophia's Choice, the Golden Girls podcast. I am Alan, and joined by a man with Betty Davis eyes <laughs> and Freddy Krueger hands, Ski. Hello. And a man whose hands are better looking than my face, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today we're going to be going over season six, episode 18, <clears throat> Older and Wiser. Uh, Brent will be doing our recap today, correct? Yes, correct, okay. yes. Um, and then I will be giving our... Best lines as yeah. we go through the episode. <laughs> that was my best line. You already gave it away. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> and of course, we'll be rating out of eight slices of cheesecake, uh, determining the best episode ever, mm-hmm. and and we'll throw in the MVPs along the way, which Brent may or may not take seriously. Okay. So I'll take it seriously this week. Oh, will you? Yeah. Okay. All right. We're well, good deal. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Is it just because you already knew who your MVP was going to be before you watched the episode? No. 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 Oh, okay. No. Good deal. All right. Well, uh, I don't have any. Um, I, I don't have any prepared things to talk about <laughs> as far as uh, listener interactions, but I do want to wish everybody a merry day after Christmas. Uh, this will be dropping, I believe, on December twenty sixth. Happy Boxing Day! Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um, so I hope that everybody had a good holiday season uh, and is looking forward to the new year. Yeah. Did you get everything you wanted for Christmas, Brent? Oh, <laughs> almost. Well, actually, before we start up the yeah. episode, I do actually have a Christmas present for you. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So now would be the appropriate time, I'd say, since oh. we're less than 24 hours past in virtual world. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you mine uh, two weeks late, okay. so <laughs> tune in to episode 20 to find out what these guys got from me. <laughs> nice. And Ski will get his off mic <laughs> from me. <laughs> oh, well, look at that. Um, Alan got me the goat, uh, Gold Legends Larry Bird, a premium vinyl figure. He's a sexy, sexy man. <laughs> Is that a figurine I, or a, a, yeah. an ornament? A figurine. Yeah. Oh, like pretty cool. Action figure. Hopefully you have enough space in your uh, in your desk area to find a space for Larry Bird to oh, definitely. adorn. I think those uh, shorts are like Thank to you. scale. He <laughs> <laughs> could be. Well, Merry Christmas, Brent. Very nice. That is a... I mean, that's how an athlete's supposed to look. Not a tattoo in sight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't mind a man with some ink on him, <laughs> or, or woman for that matter. <laughs> it doesn't make me think that they are. Brent has to. So I shouldn't be a professional athlete because of my tattoo? There's a great many reasons why you'll never be a professional athlete. <laughs> well, let's say we took all the others <laughs> what away. A, what a naysayer he is. You were disqualified. Let's well say we took some years away, added some height, uh, some muscles, and yeah. general athletic ability. Do you yeah, still I mean, feel like the tattoo should be the delineator between me being allowed to... The defining factor? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I guess ears are tasteful. Okay. So, not like you're walking around like Brittany Griner or something. <laughs> well, you only have the one, don't you? Yeah, just the one. And it's it's very faded. Although Sex it's a giant phoenix all over your entire back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Rising from the ashes of your anus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took me six months to get that tattoo, but it's only one. So. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> your red dragon tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure I can still be buried in Jewish cemeteries. So. <laughs> if you were Jewish. Right, yeah. yeah I mean, that's yeah. another barrier. Yeah, but exactly. Still. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Merry Christmas. Oh. Merry Christmas, I say. Thank you. So then I guess sometime in the new year, they'll get to find out what we get to Correct. Christmas. From Correct. Now. Correct. Um, I have something different to fill up time this week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I need to save them gifts for two weeks. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. To help pad in my quota for the episode. <laughs> fair enough. So you're going to give the gifts and then check out? <laughs> in two weeks, though, not yeah, tonight. Yeah, two weeks, yeah. So. Yeah, you got, you got quality content between now and then. 
Because like, forward to it. Yeah. You know, I was thinking. Um, so tonight, I'm going to do a little recap, okay? Mm-hmm. And then in two weeks, uh, you know, spoiler alert, you know, Ski's going to give the recap. Right. And then, so in between, you know, that's your recap. And I was thinking about that. I think we should start calling your episodes the Goldilocks episodes. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I think mine may be a little on the brief side, mm-hmm. while Ski's may be a little on the detailed side. But yours are just right. Like huh. right in that sweet spot. I, I like, like it. Yeah. I'd like to think that. But I feel like that mine have skewed shorter um, than mm-hmm. they used to be. So mm-hmm. I, at this point, I would say you and I are pretty much on par. Okay. Um, neither of us quite uh, have the... Uh, details and our recaps yeah. that ski does gotcha. <laughs> but i will I, I do have a little extra segment here in a couple weeks for mine to nice. pad it out as well so cool. so perhaps you'll end up being proven right on that just, just to refer back to what you just said so you're doing one now correct i'm doing the next episode right correct yeah i guess i got it okay as far as i was controls. like i hope i did the right one yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> because I, I was worried I for you're right because it's episode 20 i have an introduction for okay good good all right thank you folks Hey, would, so. Before you jump into the episode, would you like to hear a couple other intros that I considered? Yeah. Okay. I considered introducing one of you as a, a man who would look aggressive, powerful, and a corporate killer if it wasn't for his uh, flowery pillbox hat. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been known, known to sport a leopard skin pillbox hat. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I considered uh, introducing um, Ski as a man whose hands once reached inside a chicken for a breech birth. <laughs> once. <laughs> And then the last one, a man uh, who thanks people. Let's see, um, who thanks people for making him look like an old fool. That would have been for Ski for sure. <laughs> That's something that Ski's been doing for years. <laughs> I think we may have talked about it sometimes on the show before, but <laughs> Ski had a tendency when we used to play basketball at the Y that someone would make a really good play that really looked bad on him, and he uh-huh. would tell them good play and congratulate them <laughs> for their mastery of him. So, yeah. but and we've always given him a hard time for that. It's all right. It's made me stronger and more callous. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, all right. Now I'm done with my, my additions, Brent, so you okay. can take it away. Well, I mean, at the risk of coming in hot, um, I'd like to start this week's uh, recap off with a brand new feature. Oh, okay. Ooh, my hands are burning. So, yep. So I'm calling it Fact Checker. Okay? Oh, okay. And I think it's a way to sort of keep us honest. So if a listener happens to notice a factual inaccuracy um, in an episode of Sophia's Choice, you know, I'd like them to go ahead and message Alan through one of our social media accounts. And if he agrees that, you know, we were in the wrong with what we said, he'll send them a Sophia's Choice sticker. Oh, okay. Sure, yeah. Somebody, <laughs> honestly, even if I find that we're not in the wrong, I'm still probably willing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I just thought that was a nice little thing. Oh, yeah, You know certainly. what? I'll yeah. say this. If we get 10 uh, from anybody... Ten inaccuracies. <laughs> I will personally write uh, or draw a picture and send it to him. Couldn't you just do it for one? I think it doesn't have to be a big detailed picture. Uh, okay, yeah, I guess you're right. Okay, so so there, you'll actually get some actual original content too. <laughs> nice. So if you're if you're if you want a sticker, I'll give you a sticker, mm-hmm. even if you're wrong. But if you actually catch an inaccuracy, you'll mm-hmm. get not only a sticker mm-hmm. but also a small piece of original artwork from Ski. Very nice. You draw Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Ski is the one who created our logo, so yeah. you'll have a. Uh, you can rest assured he's artistically talented. Eh. All right. So anyways, um, <laughs> so Golden Girls Season 6, Episode 18, Older and Wiser, uh, was written by Joel and Ethan Cohen and directed by Alfred Hitchcock. It originally aired on April 14th, 1865. <laughs> <I have> to... <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think you might have looked at the wrong Wikipedia page. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you think it's wrong, get yourself a sticker. <laughs> I see what's going on here, Alan. So then it makes me wonder. <laughs> what is going to come next, yeah. right? <laughs> what episode are we going to be talking about? So directed by a- Alfred Hitchcock in correct. 1865. Is correct, that correct? Yes. Okay. What, what archaeological finds will Bruce Wayne unearth? <laughs> So the episode starts the way the good Lord intended, with a woman in the kitchen. Uh, Dorothy is using multiple pots to cook a meal. It's initially assumed that one of the pots features pasta while the second features sauce. Then Sophia enters the kitchen and we discover that it's relatively early in the morning and she's about to leave for her first day as the latest activities director at the Cypress Grove Retirement Community. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sophia tells Dorothy that she's excited to start earning a paycheck again. She says she's not earned anything in almost 50 years. I suspect the seafood shanty shafted Sophia. Yeah, it sounds like I thought she's had at least a couple jobs where she had cute little outfits. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So yeah, she's really been getting screwed over. A Mm -hmm. lot of elder abuse going on. (laughs) From the exactly. corporate world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe it was direct deposit where she didn't get a specific paycheck. Maybe she was paid in food. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible. Paid her in crumblies. Yeah. Uh, Sophia says that uh, she'll make better use of this paycheck and that she'll no longer use her hard-earned wages to support a fascist party. Yeah. I guess that means the GOP shouldn't be expecting a campaign <laughs> contribution from <laughs> Sophia anytime soon. <laughs> I wonder if any of the things you've said, people will notice uh, factual <laughs> inaccuracies, <laughs> only because their own personal views yeah, well, can conflict. That's why I put you in charge of oh. determining if we were in the right or wrong. Fair enough. Uh, so Dorothy tells Sophia to put on matching shoes, and then she'll take her to work. Rose enters as Sophia leaves, and we discover that Sophia recently had the flu. Uh, Dorothy needs Sophia to rest, and she figures the best way to do that is to get Sophia a job. <laughs> Apparently, Dorothy thinks that all jobs are as relaxing as substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Blanche enters the kitchen, and she tells the other Goldens that she was discovered at the drugstore. I'd notice Blanche, too, if she were waiting on the price check for a box of King George prophylactics. <laughs> Uh, Blanche tells the Goldens that a photographer is going to take her picture for the local penny saver. Uh, she tells them she feels like a teenager, and the scene ends. The scene ends with us being reminded that Blanche has teenage grandkids. That grandchild is an Aurora, who I think we're probably about due to learn some more about. Yeah, yeah, seems think. seems about due. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a couple good lines in there um, that uh, I wanted to point out. Mm-hmm. Um, there was when Rose was talking about the I think only day that she missed at school. She said, and that was the day they taught everything, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. I think I think Dorothy says something like, "Oh, the pieces are coming together," or something like that, and yeah. then makes another reference to that later in the episode. Mm-hmm. I think doesn't Rose say she only lied once or something? Something like that, um, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, well, she says she only lied once. Just ditch in school. Oh, okay, that's right. Pretty and positive we could. Uh, so I guess Fact check that right off the bat. Well, sure. Um, I think there have been times she's lied to protect somebody's feelings and then kind of winked at her own you know, housemate <laughs> yeah. during the lie. Uh, then there was another part where I think Sophia was talking about when she was dropped off at Shady Pines, how uh, Dorothy said, Honest Ma, it's the way to the new Dairy Queen. Um, <laughs> enjoyed that line as well. Let's see. Um, oh, yeah. I think Dorothy, too, is like, no, this is, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. That's all I had for this uh, first scene. Okay. There's another really good line uh, coming up in the next scene that I liked. Uh, so this episode of Sophia's Choices debuting on December 26th, uh, which, as longtime listeners know, is me and Ski's favorite day of the year. Yep, December 26th, Boxing Day. 
the day that our very own Dowager Countess of Grantham, Alan, offers us a few hand-me-downs in hopes that we'll spend another year as indentured <laughs> servants. <laughs> so this year, in what honor else are we gonna do? <laughs> exactly. So this year, in honor of Boxing Day, I thought we'd spend a little time unboxing your co-hosts. Uh-uh. And I brought along some holiday-themed questions. We're gonna take turns asking each other some of these questions, and hopefully, the hilarity they generate will keep you listening for another oh. year. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> So I'm pulling them out now. I'm super excited now. So just to just to set the table a little bit here, Brent has a game with what looks like small paddles in it of some sort. They're candy canes. Candy They're canes. Can- oh, okay. Shaped like candy canes. Okay. I thought they looked like uh, they were flat, so I thought maybe they were uh, um, uh, sh- shoe insoles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Or maybe just a pile of shoe horns. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. All roads lead to Dr. Scholl's and stuff. Right, so I'm going to let, so I'll go uh, Steve first, um, and then Alan, and then I'll draw one. We'll just keep taking turns drawing and just asking the question that's on there okay. to the others in the room, and we'll see what kind of answers we get. Now, are we going through? It looks like you have about 100 um, yeah, candy we, canes. Yeah, we're not doing them all. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> we're going to do a handful now, and if it's a popular feature, we'll revisit it in 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say it was a handful. Uh, oh, yeah. So, so just pull one out. He's playing them out like... Uh, Cards here. Trying to. Do I read it out loud? Yeah, yeah. That way we no, just read it to yourself. <laughs> no, no, I didn't know what the premise was. Like, yeah, yeah. So, am I asking Alan specifically or both of you guys? Yeah, everybody. You can decide who answers first or if you want to answer first. But. Would you rather swim in a pool of eggnog or a pool of warm cocoa? Uh, I'll answer first. Definitely a pool of warm cocoa. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fan of eggnog in general. Mm-hmm. And that also seems like a more milky, disgusting thing that would be. <laughs> I don't know, like anything you didn't get rinsed out of the eggnog, I think would really stink on your body. Yeah, I think with cocoa, you've at least got a fighting chance that it's water-based. Yeah, <laughs> and I think chocolate smells good, at least initially. Yeah, um, yeah. Whereas I think it would pretty quickly, eggnog would turn on you. Yeah, So yeah. I would we, I would say it only depends on the temperature of the uh, cocoa. Well, if it's like warm, it didn't say burning hot. That's, that's yeah. true, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> hot tub of eggnog or something. Like dunking yourself in like scalding cocoa yeah. would be worse though. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah, I think that if it was <laughs> scalding something versus not scalding something, in most cases, <laughs> not scalding. Yeah. We had some eggnog uh, flavored fudge oh, yeah. um, the other day. And like it was really, really good, but it had like a strong alcohol taste to it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm sure there was no alcohol in it, but like they definitely went overboard with that, you know. Flavoring. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, my uncle several years ago, it's probably been a decade or more ago, mm-hmm. actually. I think it was pre kid, so mm-hmm. 15 plus years ago. Yeah. Anyway, he made this Bailey's Irish uh-huh. cream cake. Okay. And he went real heavy on the Bailey's. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> which, when we were eating it initially, which Sharon and I neither one are, are significant drinkers, um, yeah. but when we were eating it initially, it tasted you know pretty decent. Yeah. But then afterwards, when we were burping, it was just uh-huh. coming up every time, and it was, yeah. it was really unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> So this, uh, this is a compliment, even if it doesn't start off as one. Okay, okay? Um, you guys had a, uh, a, a get together or something. I think it was a birthday party or something like that, and you had like a buffalo chicken dip. Or oh, oh yeah, that is good. He's okay, had a few times. Yeah, and it's like um, you know buffalo sauce and chicken. Okay, and and blue cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay, well I didn't expect the blue cheese, so I you know ate like the first three servings thinking it had turned and uh. gone bad, <laughs> <laughs> and then finally I pieced it together. I was like, oh wait, no, that's blue cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the fact that you're like, yeah, it just tastes so good. I don't care how curled it is. <laughs> <laughs> not going to be rude to my host. 
I do appreciate that and the compliment yeah. as well. Yeah. I'm glad that you liked it well enough that even if it was rotten, you would go ahead and <laughs> get another serving. I'll probably be sick later, but. Right. <laughs> All right, so now I'm picking mine. Okay. Would you rather run a 5K race an hour after Christmas dinner or clean up the whole kitchen? Well, I would definitely clean up the kitchen because I would probably vomit if I ran, mm-hmm. and I have... I'm usually the guy that cleans up the kitchen afterwards. So your feeling is that you would just end up running the 5K and then still cleaning up the kitchen afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, I'm just saying I've totally done the one. Right. Yeah. How about you, Brent? You're you're a runner. Yeah, I do the 5K. I've done the uh, the, the Even turkey. With a full belly? The pork, uh, not, uh, what is it? I guess it was 8K, something like that. Whatever, the turkey drop thing. Or the, what's it called? Turkey dash? Yeah, I think so. Down that sounds right. Yeah, I've done that before. That's on my Thanksgiving. But, yeah, I'd definitely do the 5K. So do you feel like after a, a full meal that it would cause you any, like, potential nausea or whatnot to run 5K? Or are you enough of a runner that 5K wouldn't affect you no matter how full you are? Yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't, you know, no personal records or anything like that. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd be, you know, maybe slower than the cranberry sauce that's dripping out in my anus. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I would agree with Ski. I would go with cleaning up the whole kitchen uh, mm-hmm. other than the 5K. I'm, it wouldn't go well for me in either way. I mean, I think I could make it through a 5K without too mm-hmm. much problems, even if I had to just jog it or walk yeah, it. Yeah. 5K is pretty short. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 3.1 miles. Yeah. yeah, so I think I could make it through either way. But mm-hmm. it would take me at least as much time as it would to clean up the kitchen to do that, mm-hmm. um, especially if I wasn't allowed to do it in a circular fashion. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, like if I had to run 5K and then walk back the 5K. Oh. Or get picked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I assume the finish line's there near the start line. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how it tends to be. Well, I'm not much of a runner. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my uh, the people in my work, several of them were big-time runners. Uh-huh. And like one of them was, I think, a coach just running at a local, not a local here, but a high uh-huh. school or his grade school or something like yeah. that on the side. Probably grade school since yeah. usually high school coaches are full-time. Yeah. But anyway, um, they were asking me, like, oh, have you ever thought about taking up running? And I was like, I'm only going to run if it's for my life. <laughs> like, that yeah. is the only circumstance that mm-hmm. I foresee myself becoming a, a runner. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's plenty of other exercises that I don't mind at all, but running mm-hmm. is just one I never mm-hmm. – uh, and, and he even admitted, he's like, yeah, it's hard sometimes because in almost every other sport, running is a punishment. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's hard a lot of times to get people past that initial impression of it. Yeah, so. yeah. Where our lives are punishments. Um, just because. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. okay. How do you punish your kid, you know? I usually take something away from them or make them. Uh, you ever do timeout? Yeah, yeah, we've done that before. I mean, at this point, they're old enough that the timeout isn't really a thing. Yeah, but yeah. Go clean the kitchen after Christmas. But that was certainly a, a punishment. Exactly. When they were a bit younger. The timeouts just, you know, sit there and think, yeah. which is what I do eight hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> so your boss just puts you in timeout every day. <laughs> Life has put me there. So you have to think about what you've done. <laughs> exactly. The roads that led me there. Get to that point, yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll go ahead and draw one. Okay. You guys, you guys, somebody drew a red, somebody drew a green, so yep. it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I drew a green also. Um, so would you rather have an elf be alive in your house or have Santa watch you sleep at night? Um, I'd rather have Santa watch me sleep at night. I mean, that's not going to cost me anything, but you have an elf in your house. You got room and board and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, would, I think I'd go with that too. I assume, I guess it depends. If, 
if we're talking about that he's watching me through a magical orb type situation, uh-huh. or if he's standing over my bed, yeah. if he's watching me through some sort of mystical power, yeah. then yeah, I definitely would go with that. If he has to stand in my bedroom to watch me sleep, yeah. then... But I assumed he was, like, okay. in your bedroom, because oh, okay. he's already, you know, watching you through his orb yeah, to see yeah. if you've been good or bad. I've been led to believe for years that he sees me when I'm sleeping and knows when I'm awake. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he basically is, he has godlike powers. <laughs> um, I'm starting to think elves do. Like, do. Do elves live forever? They might. I mean, they might be immortal, but at the same time, like, their powers are just using small handheld tools that, yeah. you know, cavemen essentially mm-hmm. came up with. So, Like, I've never seen an elf on his deathbed. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe they keep that real private. Maybe the ceremonies <laughs> and whatnot are, you know, community members only. <laughs> I like to think it's burial at sea. <laughs> really? <laughs> They're up in the North Pole. There's a lot of water. Yeah. Just go out on a little ferry boat. Exactly. Dump them out. pulls them out of the ocean. <laughs> Give them the old salute yeah. and say, you know, uh, what's a good elf name? Uh, Ebenezer, I don't know. Ebenezer was a great man. I guess Ebenezer is a bad name because he's a good, <laughs> he's kind of a bad guy. Hezekiah, um, I don't know. <laughs> Hermie. Yeah. Hermie is the appropriate elf name. There you go. He's the one who wanted to be a dentist. Gotcha. So is it really an appropriate elf name? I mean, I guess he's an elf regardless of what his profession is, Exactly, right? yeah, so yeah, yeah. Okay. Buddy. Buddy the elf. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'll take another red. All right. Treated you well last time. All right. Would you rather eat 75 Christmas cookies or drink a gallon of holiday punch? Oh, man. I think either one would, again, make me sick. Uh, Alan, you want to take this one first or Brent? I mean, I think, yeah. yeah what, so it would depend on if um, if there were other parameters. If it's just like overall, definitely the cookies. Yeah, Because exactly. I don't care yeah. about punch and cookies. I generally It also enjoy. doesn't specify the size of the cookies. Right. Um, it could be so, very small. So, yeah, but if it's, like, if you have to sit there and pound it out until you're done, yeah. um, you can't, like, leave the table until you've eaten your 75 <laughs> cookies or, or drank your gallon of mm-hmm. punch. I guess I'd go with the punch because I think I could manage a gallon yeah. of punch in Agreed. one sitting if I absolutely had to. Yeah. I don't know. Does our stomach even hold a gallon? Um, I, I guess you, I don't know. I know that there's too. there's a possibility like if you drink too much water, you mm-hmm. could die from that. Yeah. yeah. And punch would have the same essential effect. Yeah, I don't know what makes water, you know. I don't know there's something as far as not having additives that makes it any more mm-hmm. dangerous. Um, I think it dilutes the sodium oh, okay. in your blood or something. So, so then maybe as long as it was a nice salty punch, you'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so. what, what was your answer, Brent? Cookies. Cookies well. Yeah. I think I'll go cookies as well. Especially if I got a whole day because that's only like three an hour. Yeah. You know? All right, so let's see. I'll go with the red this time. Would you rather have to wrap 100 presents with the elves or load 100 presents into Santa's sleigh? Oh, that's easy. It's got to be wrap 100. I mean, uh, load 100 presents. You can load 100 presents in five minutes. I mean, unless you're talking about. uh, I tell the elves, take a break. Yeah. (laughs) I I got this. Like relaxing or whatever. Yeah. Even if they're large gifts, I think I could do it. I mean, if it was a hundred, if it was a hundred couches, maybe I'd yeah. reconsider <laughs> <laughs> flying solo or something. Yeah. I love the idea that you're like, you get out there and uh, it's a hundred couches sitting up that you have to <laughs> load into the sleigh, and you're like, oh man, can I change my, uh, can I change my choice? And Santa's like, all right, I'll make an exception. Mm-hmm. And they're like, shoo, and he's like, all right, wrap those couches. <laughs> I love the fact that you know, eight year old Ski was asking Santa for a new couch. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's not that I asked for it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Santa was like, Gifts come can't in put a couch in my. <laughs> Gifts come in many, many uh, versions, you know. I've wrapped a lot of presents. I've loaded a lot of things. I'm just tired of sitting on the floor, Santa. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So let's see here. Um, would you rather going to school or work wearing an elf hat or a red Rudolph nose? I think I'd rather wear the elf hat. Yeah, yeah. definitely the elf hat. I mean, yeah, give me a jaunty cap any day. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the nose would be annoying. Like, mm-hmm. it would be a, yeah. a pain in the ass to have that on your face all day. I would Whereas definitely the, go with the hat because my nose runs a lot anyway from uh, allergies. So, uh, that would just, just be imagine gross. at the end of the day, like, your hat, your nose is just soaked with your snot. Wringing <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> it out. Right. <laughs> As it slowly drains yeah. down. Half so. the day, and I just have to throw it away. I'm just, right, yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> Let's do one last round here. Uh, I'm going green this time. All right. All right. Let's see what they say. Would you rather be stuck in a home on Christmas that has no power or no cookies? Well, no cookies. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty easy. I can't imagine that it'd be like. I'm not such a cookie addict. That yeah, it'd only be mildly impacted by the loss of cookies. It'd be significantly impacted by the loss of power. I feel like. Oh, you don't think you can sit around in the dark eating cookies? I mean, I'd be a good night. There's a lot of other foods, though. I could eat pies and cakes and candy <laughs> and whatnot. So yeah. I could still sit around eating things while enjoying, you yeah. know. And and also, you got to figure it's Christmas. So unless you have a fireplace, if you live in the Midwest like us, it could be yeah. a pretty cold day there with your cookies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I assume your other needs are being met mm. as far as that goes. But yeah, I'd definitely take Well, I would think without cookies. power, you possibly couldn't cook even. Say, well, okay, guys, uh, remember how we were going to have ham and turkey? Nope, got cookies. <laughs> yeah, the cookies might be your Christmas feast, I guess. <laughs> Can't make any roast beast. <laughs> right. No Philly mignon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I noticed that weird pronunciation too. All right, so for my final question, mm-hmm. um, would you rather have to say everything you were thinking or not speak at all on Christmas Day? Uh, I'll take the silent Christmas Day for sure. Yeah. I think that all of us. Silent night. I think every person censors themselves all the time. Yeah, especially on a day where you know your kids are giving you gifts. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're giving you gifts and they're reacting to gifts you gave. Yeah. So you don't want to be like, "You're ungrateful, son of a bitch." So <laughs> 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 yeah, in both cases, I think I'd rather just be like, you know, I could smile mm-hmm. and nod. Be like, yeah. "Oh, sorry," you know, I can't. Yeah. Like give the little, uh, you know, kind of indication that you give if you have a sore throat type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Laryngitis. Would you agree, Ski? Are you also giving up the voice, or are you telling everybody what you think? I can shut up for a while. It's not going to be Festivus just airing your grievances all day. (laughs) (laughs) There's a place for that, too, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so my final one. Um, Have Christmas tinsel for hair or Christmas lights for fingernails? Hmm. I guess I'd rather have tinsel for hair. So I could hide it under my elf cap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That'd just be I such... don't know how the lights would work <laughs> with your fingernails. Stringy hair. <laughs> yeah, but if you got, you're not going to be in the penny saver if your fingernails are <laughs> lights. <laughs> I still think I'd go. The, the fingernails for lights, I think, seems fanciful. The uh... uh-huh. depends on the style of light. Well, sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like they, chasers, it's going from your thumb to your pinky, <laughs> or, or it's those those big ones, like the bubble ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm assuming it would be just that. Essentially, my fingernails would light up, yeah. um, gotcha. and so I'd go with the lights because at least it'd be like, oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, it would get annoying eventually. You can tell someone's your power. 
and then mm-hmm. they get scared and yeah. you'd probably give them the wallet or something. Do you think you would be more suspicious to somebody that was always wearing gloves or always wearing a hat? Oh, gloves. Definitely. Yeah, I would say that's probably true, too. I mean, it's suspicious maybe isn't the right word. Depends but Depends on the hat. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true, too. But. That guy wears a stovepipe hat a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, if it was a stovepipe hat, maybe I'd start to be a little curious. <laughs> or that uh, giant, uh, remember on uh, SNL when uh, Norm Macdonald was uh, acting like um, Burt Reynolds? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah on yeah. Uh, Celebrity bone, Jeopardy? Cowboy hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I know for like the first Turd Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I guess for the first two and a half, maybe three years that I knew Ski, he was always wearing that trucker's cap that said free mustache rides. <laughs> That's true. I still re- still wear that when I work the corners. Ah. Just, I thought you were gonna say <laughs> church on Christmas Eve. <laughs> or should I say you said free mustache rides, should I uh wear it when I'm uh you know working the uh the lot Lizzie Route. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the lot lizard route. Have you heard of a lot lizard? Yes, but there's a route. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, a place if if I knew, I would tell you. A place specifically <laughs> for female truck drivers to go to get their needs met by uh, dashing Jeffrey. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so the lot lot lizards are taking a route, like oh, I'm going to the pilot, then I'm I going don't to know. Circle K, I, and then I'm going to the. I, I just made up words to oh. go along with it. <laughs> I think he's just saying that there is a specific route that um, people who enjoy the company of a man can take <laughs> in order to have those as the service. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I would. I think elements. a better a better use of my words would have been uh, lot lizard locations. Mm, okay. mm-hmm. I think if you enjoy the company of a man, you just need to throw a rock. Yeah. You're going to hit a man who will take you up on your offer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've talked to Sherry about that before, that it's like, yeah, there are certainly different levels of attractiveness for a woman. Um, but at the end of the day, for a guy, there is almost always work involved with it. For mm-hmm. a woman, um, regardless of her level of attractiveness, she can certainly find somebody who's mm-hmm. willing. Um, yeah. She's had some clients, not her in her current position, but she used to uh, work with people who had much more severe um, situations mm-hmm. where yeah. they were on disability and whatnot. Gotcha. And uh, there were some of those people who sold their services. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, she can't imagine that someone would pay for that. And I'm like, yeah, so not only is this woman someone you think wouldn't get it for free, she's getting money for uh-huh. it. <laughs> so, so it's a big difference. Meanwhile, Holy for men. give it away for free. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, that was a nice game, Brent. I enjoyed that. Yes, indeed. Are we keeping yes. them together? Yeah, yeah. So, just, yeah, just so we don't draw them again. If we have them played again someday. <laughs> I think so. It was fun. All right. Um, so Dorothy and Sophia arrive at Cypress Grove and we're introduced to the owner, Mr. Porter. He's played by Don Lake, and I'm a big, big fan of his. Uh, coincidentally, I was watching Terminator 2 the other day, and Don popped up as a detective. And he actually had a scene with Earl Bowen, who showed up on the Golden Girls a few weeks back as the sinister minister. Nice. You know, in the interest of full <laughs> disclosure, um, I love me some Don Lake. Always have, always will. But I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that I do consider him to be the poor man's version of TV's Tim Stack. Ah. <laughs> so Don Lake introduces Sophia to the residents of Cypress Grove, including the rooster of the house, Smokey, and a partial invalid named Mr. Lewis. Sophia, sensing an opportunity, introduces Smokey to Dorothy. She's keeping Mr. Lewis for herself, presumably because he reminds her of Alvin. Oh, and yeah. Hmm. Good Do- callback. Yeah. 
Dorothy leaves for work, but before she goes, she reminds Sophia that she'll need to find her own ride. The way Sophia looks at Mr. Lewis, that appears she already has. <laughs> Alan was her beach pal, right? Yes. Sitting on Alan, the uh, yep. mm -hmm. bench. Yep, and then he had the Alzheimer's and went back to New York. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, right, let's go ahead and take a little break and um, revisit one of our more popular features, unboxing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did have at least one line in there, which you, you got most of it, but it was maybe my favorite line of the episode. Where she says, this is when she's dropping Sophia off at the yeah. at the nursing home. And I believe that she says something to the effect of, uh, I'll tell you the same thing you told me. See if you can find someone clean to drive you home. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that line quite a bit. So. What'd you say? I don't know if you said the whole thing. You said the same thing you told me when you dropped me off at school, right? Right, yeah. yeah. For the first day of school, I think it was. <laughs> you know. Well, she's wearing her men's floorshams with a yeah. bow on them. What <laughs> 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 Adam draw first this time. Okay. All right. You think anyone will find inconsistencies or inaccuracies in our decisions? Alan, it's Alan's decision. That's <laughs> <laughs> his problem. Would Say you? no. He would totally take a dip in eggnog. What a liar. It seems odd to me. Um, would you rather go forward in time and spend Christmas morning as an adult or as a child? Go forward in time? Yeah. So would you rather go into the future and uh -huh. spend Christmas as an adult or a child? Mm -hmm. Child. I mean, Christmas as a child always seems to be more fun. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely go child. It just seems too yeah, odd. Yeah, the wording is weird, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like it would be almost better to be like, would you rather go forward in time or back in time to experience Christmas mm -hmm. as a child? Um, I guess, unless it's talking to a child yeah. person already. But no, I, I think I would go with as a child. It, Christmas is just more fun as a kid. I mean, it's I enjoy Christmas, you know, as an adult. But Yeah, I, as an adult, I like watching kids have Christmas. Sure. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine how cool the Lego sets will be in 25 years? Oh, yeah. Pretty cool, I imagine. They'll probably assemble themselves, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Eliminate the middle band. All right. They'll just push a button, and then all of a sudden they'll just, you know, walk to the, you know, yeah. like nanobots inside. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, I was going to say, like, Big Hero 6 type yeah. of a situation. <laughs> Not seen that yet. Oh, oh, yeah, it's solid. It's really, really good. Is that a Pixar movie, or...? Is it Pixar or just Disney? I think it's just Disney. Yeah, perhaps. I'm not sure. Either way, it's a really it's a good movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, it is. I love that one. It's really, really good. Have you guys watched the new Christmas Story Christmas? No, I haven't watched that yet. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, we did. Like, I'll never watch it again. Like, <laughs> um, but but I, it was enjoyable. A yeah. ringing endorsement of ever, ever one. <laughs> well, no, like, like it, it was good and everything, and I enjoyed it. And um, Like, all the little kids, you know, play the grown-up versions of themselves. You know, and so it was just, you know, neat just to see them all grown up yeah. and everything like that. Um, but it wasn't good enough. It's like, ooh, a new classic. I want to watch this every year. Mm. I'll continue to rewatch the original. I uh, went on a, a trip recently to Dallas um, with mm -hmm. my dad, and, and the the flight that takes us from here to Atlanta, and then mm -hmm. Atlanta to Denver, excuse me, Dallas, and mm -hmm. then, of course, the same route back. Yeah. So it was four separate flights, and... I actually managed to fit in four movies during that oh, yeah. uh, that trip overall, which was honestly one of the highlights because I <laughs> rarely get the time to watch <laughs> yeah. movies. Which four? Um, I so I'll put them in the order of worst to best. Although I enjoyed all of them, yeah. just to be clear. Um, I watched League of Super Pets. Yeah, I uh, like had, it. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Uh, we still haven't seen that one. Uh, it's worthwhile. I, I thought it was. Did you watch it with the kids? 
Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yeah. I just watched it on my own. Liam got a little uh, shitty with me because he's like, I wanted to watch that in the theater. I'm like, well, it's not in the theater anymore, so you can watch it on your <laughs> <laughs> you can watch it on your chair seat if you want. You, you <laughs> tell his theater privileges were suspended because of Pause of Fury? Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like, once you chose that. Exactly. <laughs> he ruined it for all of us. Um, but yeah, like I said, it was solid. It's worth watching. Yeah. Um, then second up, I would say it was Bullet Train. Okay, Bullet. I liked that one. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, have you seen Bullet Train yet, Brian? Yeah, that no. was one with Brad Pitt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was a fun movie, and we do have a plan here in about a year and a half to go to to Japan, and so it's kind of cool seeing mm-hmm. you know part of their the Bullet Train's a pretty big deal over there. Yeah. So yeah. something I hope that we get to do while we're there, <laughs> and it was enjoyable. Brad Pitt's always pretty charming. So. <laughs> then uh, second best that I saw was uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, which I, I've been wanting to see that for several and years that's, now. That's several years old, isn't it? The Tom Cruise one? Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise okay. and uh, Emily Blunt. Yeah. That may be my favorite Tom Cruise movie, honestly. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I really liked it. I don't think I could put it that high. but yeah, I wouldn't even put it in the top ten, and I've not even seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I mean, sci-fi, Tom Cruise, I mean, it's yeah. all there for you. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. I definitely thought yeah. it was a, a really solid movie. I'd highly recommend it. And easily, though, the best of the four was... Uh, Everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm. Have you seen that yet? Yeah, I've heard good things. It's fantastic. Yeah, it was one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. I've heard good things, but I've not seen it either. Yeah, it was it was really really good. Um, So I would anybody out there who hasn't seen that, I I, all four were good, but that one in particular. The the review I heard about was uh, they're reviewing it in uh, some other movies, and they say, yeah, you can maybe like uh, uh, No Way Home or uh, um, Doctor Strange, but the best multiverse movie. Is everything all uh, at once? Yeah, yeah. I, I would, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. We, um, oh, not we. Um, I, the royal we, um, <laughs> had a Tom Cruise double feature and watched uh, Top Gun and then the new Top Gun. Oh, okay. Um, and the new Top Gun is really good. I really, really enjoyed it. It was quite good. Yeah. Is there a second Days of Thunder? Mm-mm. Okay. No. Is that in the works? As far as you know? No. <laughs> Seems like it should be. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's done. Uh, I think he's like. The upcoming like mission, two Mission Impossible movies. Mm-hmm. I think he's done with action movies after that. Really? He said he's just too damn old. <laughs> too old for this shit. He's yeah. like sixty. <laughs> yeah. So he said just regular dramas and mm, stuff okay. like that. So. So I know you said that Edge of Tomorrow wasn't in your top ten. Um, I don't need your whole ten, but do you have a number one, like a clear number one, Tom Cruise for you? Um, eyes wide shut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would put that in there. Um, I'd put Vanilla Sky near the top. Um, I'd have uh, Jack Reacher 1 and 2 okay. in there. Um, I'd have Mission Impossibles 1 through 7 up in there, <laughs> um, or 6, however many there are. Uh, both Top Guns. Um, the most worthless list I've ever heard. What? Because you're just naming every Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> I, I didn't mention Tropic Thunder. I, I didn't mention it. Night I and Day. I didn't mention... I said I just wanted your Valkyrie. number one. I, said <laughs> I didn't mention ne- Oblivion. I didn't mention... <laughs> I said you're number one, and you've already named 12 movies at least, maybe 14. <laughs> okay, then I'll go with Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jerry Maguire would probably be up there near the top, too. So. But yeah, Vanilla Sky. All solid movies, at least the ones that I've seen. Yeah. I haven't seen all of those that I've seen most. Yeah. So. It was good. I watched the new Fletch. Oh, um, did you like it? Mm-hmm, I did. Um, oh, I can use that to pivot, too. Um, so I really enjoyed it. And the John Hamm, you know, plays Fletch this time around, okay. whatever. And. I don't know if he, like, has gained some weight or something like that, but, like, he definitely looked, you know, puffy in the belly area. Oh, okay. And then, like, when it was time for him to do, like, his uh, 
naughty lovemaking scenes or whatever, he was always just lying there on his back. <laughs> <laughs> just to smooth things out a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. Like every time he was topless, he was flat on his back. <laughs> the rest of the time, he had a little, you know, tight shirt there in the, the <laughs> midsection or whatever. Roger, uh, um, um, crap. Madman, right? Yeah, yeah. After Madman, he kind of let himself go. You think? Yes. Well, that's the thing. Like he didn't like Maverick was probably filmed right around the same time, maybe a little bit before, mm-hmm. and he looked fine in that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it's just it was something else. But he was in that nowhere home, that no way out, no way out. Okay. Uh, with Benicio Torre, and he looked fine in that. So I don't know. Maybe he just had an off week or something. Mm-hmm. He um so. Fletch was originally, you know, Chevy Chase or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, between you and me, I, I do like that one still. Both of the Fletches um, that Chevy Chase did. Even the one where he lives? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, they're both solid. And I rewatched those before I, you know, watched the new one. Um, but, like, I was talking to my boss at work, and I was telling her, uh, you know, just family traditions and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, and then we're going to see Christmas Story this weekend, and then in two weeks we're going to see um, Christmas Vacation, and we do that every year. And she's like, oh, that's so fun. And I was like, yeah, it's the you know one day out of the year where I like Chevy Chase <laughs> or something <laughs> along those lines. So, yeah. But now you found a second day whenever Fletch Day is each year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So no, it's good, though. Very yeah. nice. Do we want to do any more candy canes or jump back into the recap? We'll jump back into the recap. Okay. You know, we've killed enough time now. <laughs> but maybe we'll revisit it here in Never know. Yeah. <laughs> so back at the Golden's Palace, uh, mm. Sophia's telling Dorothy that Cypress Grove isn't as nice as Shady Pines. Yeah, she almost gets like nostalgic about it, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah. You know, she says that Don Lake keep, just keeps the olds in front of the television all day long. At least at Shady Pines, they offered cage fighting and left <laughs> Jilly Mignon to the winner. <laughs> Uh, Blanche and Rose return home, and we discover that Rose was also discovered by the Penny Saver people. They're going to composite Blanche's face with Rose's hands. I suspect they got that idea, that idea from famed Hungarian sculptor Laszlo. Ah, there yeah. you go, yeah. Uh, Blanche goes to her room to sulk, but a few days later, she appears to be over it. Rose is also still riding high over the thought that her hands are going to make their print debut. She mentions that previously, all they were good for was helping a chicken with a breached birth. Mm-hmm. I'm no doula, but I think pulling an egg out of a chicken doesn't involve too much manipulation. It'll <laughs> probably even easier if you just cut the chicken's head off and wait three minutes. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Sophia enters, and Dorothy tells her that Don Lake has reported back that Sophia's been pushing the olds too hard. Uh, they're not cut out for the Petrillo lifestyle. Presumably, <laughs> Sophia's got them spending their days trying to buy nectarines. <laughs> that and the you know, volunteering at the hospital. And- mm-hmm. Kinds of activities. Sophia tells Dorothy that as long as she is the Cypress Grove activities director, she'll run as many dance until you drop marathons as she damn well pleases. <laughs> uh, Dorothy has nobody to blame but herself. If she didn't want Sophia practicing elder abuse, she never should have started hitting Rose. <laughs> yeah, she, she learned it by watching you, all right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, all right, so let's take a little break and do some unboxing. <laughs> I think Alan's the only one who drew last time, so we'll, we'll let him skip this time. It's your okay. turn. Oh, me too? Yeah, turn. if we're going in a circular pattern. Yeah. All right, so would you rather unwrap a gift filled with spiders or have Santa as your roommate for five years? Um, I'd rather have Santa as my roommate. Yeah, I don't, see, I don't really see a well, downside. Yeah. downside. Yeah, I mean, Unless you expect you to do all the, like, Present making. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He could, could though. Be, uh, 
compensated for your time. You can have like 364 days of just being a lazy asshole, and you yeah. know, who knows? But you've lived with a jolly fat man before. It wasn't all bad. <laughs> you weren't that jolly. <laughs> I wasn't that fat either. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you were more of a mild, more or less average man. That <laughs> <laughs> was a pleasant chunky. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pleasant. I think that's a good word to describe yeah, you. Yeah, I think so. so. I've always found you to be pleasant. Well, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I never I... found you to be that heavy. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you take Santa as your roommate or the spiders? I would definitely go Santa. Yeah, same. Yeah, Sherry is a, a, a phobia of spiders, so mm. I can subject her to that. Yeah. I mean, I have a phobia of roommates, but <laughs> 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 I've overcome that phobia a few times. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always worked out. Yeah. I don't like snakes. Is that yeah. a phobia of yours, would I, you say? I don't, know, I don't think phobia is the right word, but, like, you know, if, if I'm having a nightmare, usually there's a snake involved, mm, you know? Okay. And, like, if we go to the zoo and we go to, like, the aquarium part or whatever and I see the snake in there, I can't help but sort of, like, you know, keep my distance, yeah. you know? But I don't, like, walk around afraid I'm going to come across a snake or whatever. Now, you're not using that as a euphemism, are you? No, no, oh, no, okay. no. I'm not talking about how I clean my <laughs> toilet or something. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if you were just talking about you're afraid of penises. Oh, no, no. no. I mean, well, I'm afraid of any penis that's not my own, oh, okay. but I think that's normal, healthy. <laughs> I don't know if fear would be the right <laughs> response to be normal and healthy. <laughs> Maybe not interested in. <laughs> <laughs> Indifferent. Yeah. But if you're like in a YMCA locker room, and you're uh, cowering. cowering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back off the terror. <laughs> Back winky. We'll go green again. Right? I got it right. Yeah. Got two. All right. What to say? Would you rather only be able to whisper or shout everything you say on Christmas Day? Ah, that's easy. I think I whisper. Um, I mean, you're there with loved ones. Like they can come closer and hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna enjoy it if you're freaking yelling all Christmas morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go shout just to be argumentative. Oh, definitely. And because it would be my own like uh, way of entertaining myself. Exactly. And I think it's just better. You know, okay. it's it's one of those things that you're open Christmas morning, you're like, I love these socks. <laughs> you know, that's definitely better than I love these socks. <laughs> yeah, but you can do ASMR if you do the other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't be wrong. I don't want to hear you. Whispering to Cassidy, <laughs> you love the gifts you got for Daddy. <laughs> but but that's I slowly, uh... calmly wrapped the couch. <laughs> yes, because exactly. Santa sent me to do it. <laughs> exactly, it's like a new couch. <laughs> a new couch. <laughs> Ironically, I was then tasked with loading it into the bag. I think if I had to choose between whispering in a way that sounded depressed or in a way that sounded lascivious or whatever, I'd go, I love couch. <laughs> Sorry to anybody who has their volume low, I guess. I don't know. I think that we have, at least yeah. according to these wavy lines on my screen, I think we've gotten our message across just fine. So. Have you figured out the wavy lines? More or less, yeah. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> I mean, I haven't taken classes or anything, <laughs> and nor do I intend to. Exactly. Yeah, it's funny, Sherry. Um, <laughs> this is going to say, I probably shouldn't even say this on the podcast, honestly, but she had gotten these um, like audio uh, filter type things for her walls, like, you know, like yeah, yeah. 
octagon type looking yeah, things yeah. that you stick in your wall to help filter out noise. Which company or brand? I don't remember. It was something she got from Amazon. I think gotcha. she got from multiple brands. Gotcha. Uh, but she was like, oh, if I have left over, you can use them in the basement. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, here's the thing. We're like six and a half seasons into this. Mm-hmm. And we're we're <laughs> kind of round in the bin. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that the tape that it takes to affix this to the wall would rip the paint off when mm-hmm. I removed them. Yeah. I just don't know if I care enough to increase our quality a yeah. mild <laughs> amount by slightly reducing echo yeah. uh, for this amount of time. She's like, what do you mean? Like, you wouldn't do that to improve the quality? I'm like, in season two, sure. Yeah. But yeah. we're almost at the end of season six. Like, this is not the time. People mm-hmm. haven't stuck around hoping for an increase in the <laughs> sound quality. <laughs> so. yeah, if they're, they're not if holding still off listening. on their review until they... <laughs> right. <laughs> if they're still listening, it's not because they're like, you know what, these guys are getting better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's going to improve. I'm just sticking it out. Yeah, exactly. So, All right, so we transition to Cypress Grove and Dorothy Hurdley arriving. Uh, she apologizes to Don Lake for taking her sweet-ass time hmm. and finds out that Sophia has kidnapped the residents. Uh, Don Lake has an issue to Silver Alert, but it's the only option he has available to him. Uh, Sophia and the Olds um, return, and she announces that they went to Hialeah to get a cappuccino. Don Lake tells Dorothy that the charade is over, and she needs to find uh, different accommodations for Sophia. Sophia's upset because she truly thought she was the activities director. She's also upset because she's already spent her first paycheck buying everyone cappuccinos in Hialeah. There you <laughs> go. Uh, back at the Golden's Palace, Sophia is watching cartoons and resting. Uh, Dorothy thinks Sophia should be more active while recuperating. There's no pleasing some people. Yeah. Blanche and Rose show up, and they're excited to debut their penny saver. Uh, when they open it, they discover that they've been used as the before pictures for Ponce de Leon anti-aging cream. <laughs> I like that they named their anti-aging product after a man who died at the age of 46. <laughs> Nothing stops aging like an early death. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before I roll into a new feature, anything you want to add to that? You guys do know, you remember who he was, though, right? Ponce de Leon? He was constantly on. Do you remember how, who he was, Alan? <laughs> <laughs> He was searching for the fountain of youth, yeah, correct? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think we all knew that. Yes. <laughs> I feel confident that you weren't, you know, going to whip out a fact. No. <laughs> I want to make sure the context was there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it would have been there, too, for the product. So even if we mm-hmm. didn't know, I think we could have inferred. Maybe. Enough. Maybe. I don't know. So, yeah. There was a couple little parts in that, and I think these were from that scene. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, of course, Blanche was complaining about them not using uh, her face or her them aging her face up mm-hmm. um, and putting the liver spots or whatnot. She says something about being old, and mm-hmm. uh, Dorothy says, uh, "Lift up your chins, we'll count the rings." Yeah. Oh yeah, she goes on a tear. Yeah. There's several good ones. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Uh, but I think that was the only other thing. I can't remember if this was from that scene or not, so I'll throw it out there. Uh, but Sophia was, or excuse me, Rose was talking about how. Uh, back in St. Olaf, they would have mm-hmm. old people jump off of something. That's next. Next, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then uh, we'll find out about the broken hip capital of the Midwest on the <laughs> next scene. <laughs> All right. So um, now we're going to do a little uh, Florida Man Hialeah edition. Ah, nice. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a Holiday edition. Say hallelujah for Hialeah. <laughs> All right. So Hialeah Man arrested for practicing medicine without a license. Uh, authorities in Miami-Dade County arrested a man they said was practicing medicine without a license. That man, 52-year-old Damian Beltran Garcias of Hialeah, was taken into custody. Uh, investigators said they received a tip from the Florida Department of Health. 
that Melchon Garcia's was conducting medical work without a license at a Miami Lakes facility. Mm-hmm. At an actual facility, <laughs> undercover officer scheduled an appointment, and when they met him, um, he gave him a consultation for Botox injections uh. before establishing and agreeing upon the price for the procedure. And then when he left the room and returned to give him the Botox, they placed him under arrest. And according to an arrest form, Beltran Garcia's admitted that he was not licensed to practice medicine in the state of Florida. He's facing multiple felony charges. And I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. Leave it to the cops to ruin a good time. <laughs> so I like the I, I like to think that when the cops walked in to meet him, he was like, "Hi, everybody." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, and then um, sort of a theme here. Um, Hialeah man named Danger ran unlicensed post-op recovery house. Mm-mm. I like Danger. I like that. Yeah. So police arrested a Hialeah man after investigators accused him of operating an unlicensed post-operative surgical recovery house in southwest Miami-Dade. Danger Del Campo Riera, 39, uh, faced 70 counts of operating an assisted living facility without a license. Wow. uh, 70 counts is one for each night each patient would have spent at that house. Um, Some unlicensed post-op recovery homes have proven to be a danger in South Florida. And women describe unsanitary conditions um, after staying there. And then police were tipped that danger, uh, along with uh, Yami Raby Alvarez, <laughs> Alvarez uh, were running an unlicensed recovery um, home. And according to the police report, officers searched the trash and found numerous blood-soiled pads, discarded gloves, pieces of compression socks, consistent with supplies one would find in a post-operative recovery house. Detectives searched that property and found eight women in different stages of recovery. An employee named Sayonara told detectives that she assisted patients in bathing, dressing, eating, toileting, personal hygiene, and medication. Patients told detectives the same thing. The report states that they had been charged uh, $1,400 to $1,650 for their stays, but it doesn't say whether they used their HSA to cover it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, I think it's a good thing the cops haven't come after you, Brent, because I know there have been some women who have complained of unsanitary conditions after staying at your house. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> that was back in your single days, of course. Exactly, but I wasn't you know, advertising as a post-op place, just as a flop house. <laughs> Fair enough. Not charging either, I'm guessing. No, no. No, He was going to be in charge. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Charging. I couldn't give it away. (laughs) It's pretty bad when a lady of the night tells you your house is unsanitary. (laughs) Exactly. 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 She's like, can't we just go behind that dumpster? (laughs) Exactly. I'd much rather do that than to share a toilet seat with you, sir. So the third and final, uh, Florida man shoots out tires on AT&T trucks uh-huh. because they were in his driveway. An authority said a Hialeah man shot at two AT&T trucks because they were parked in front of his driveway. A cell phone video shows 64-year-old Jorge Jove uh, calmly walking around the first truck and shooting out all four tires. And then Jove um, ta- walked to the second truck and opened fire. And then he reloaded the gun several times. <laughs> How uh, many times did he shoot each tire? Dead. Um, Miami Hill. Counterproductive if you want those out from in front of your house. Exactly. (laughs) So he told the cops he was upset because the trucks were parked in his driveway. And authorities say charges were pending and it's unclear if he has a lawyer. It's also unclear cops, why cops are always ruining a good time. (laughs) He wasn't shooting at somebody. Exactly. A little harmless fun. Yeah. It was on his own property. Exactly. I'll tell you what, man. If they. 
that cops try to not let me shoot my guns in the air on New Year's Eve, <laughs> there's going to be a problem. Exactly. <laughs> I'd like to think he told the AT&T truck that he'd be shooting at his tires between 8 and 12. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have that whole window. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but then be like two minutes late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a few days later, and uh, Blanche and Rose have started to devise a plan for how they can recapture all the penny savers in Dade County. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorothy enters, and they inquire about whether the rift between her and Sophia has healed. Dorothy says it hasn't. Uh, Sophia's been in her room napping, and she's not had the energy to deal with Dorothy's bullshit. Uh, Dorothy <laughs> says it's ironic that Sophia has, was more active as the activities director. She doesn't mention if it was also ironic that it rained on Sophia and Sal's wedding day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No smoking <laughs> sign on her <laughs> cigarette <Exactly>. break. <laughs> uh, so Blanche comments that the worst part of getting older is all the time spent wondering where the time went. Uh, Blanche then proceeds to tell the Goldens about the only time her brother Clayton was inside a woman. <laughs> uh, to celebrate, Big Daddy went out drinking with all his rowdy friends, and as they tend to do in the South, a hate crime occurred. Mm. Uh, Blanche says Big Daddy went on probation, and that the point of her story is that there comes a time when you have to start looking after your parents. Rose says that back in St. Olaf, they honored their olds and placed them on pedestals. It contributed to them being the broken hip capital of the Midwest, mm. and it also probably contributed to Charlie paying out an excessive number of claims. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Maybe why they had trouble uh, <laughs> exactly. financially. Exactly. Uh, Rose and Blanche head out to try and stop the penny savers, and we cut to Sophia being back at Cypress Grove. Uh, she's trying to organize a pizza party for the olds. She says she doesn't care if she doesn't work there. Can't nobody stop Sophia Petrola from making her own fun. Mm-hmm. Her and Mr. Lewis start to dance the night away as they cut back to the Golden's Palace. Uh, Blanche announces that her plan didn't work, and it's implied that they struck out because Rose wasn't willing to switch teams. Mm. Dorothy asks Rose and Blanche if they've seen Sophia, and then they realize where she's gone. We cut back to Cypress Grove to find Sophia encouraging Mr. Lewis, Mr. Lewis you know, to put it in and shake it all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy she tells, was encouraging the entire group, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw where her eyes were looking. Though. A little polyamory going on there. Exactly. Uh, Dorothy tells Sophia that it's time to go home, that she knows what's best for her. Uh, Don Lake arrives and is upset. That's understandable to me. Uh, Mr. Lewis speaks, and when he's called out for it, he takes the opportunity to say he doesn't like Don Lake, and that's not as understandable to me. <laughs> and the episode ends with Sophia telling Don Lake and Dorothy that they should be treating the elderly like they'd like to be treated. Treating others as you'd like to be treated is an important lesson, and it's one I'd hope management will begin to learn. Unlikely. (laughs) (laughs) Now, did you guys notice when she was at the old folks' home, uh, one of the ladies there that was right next to her was uh, actually uh, her old friend that Mm -hmm. she rescued from another old folks' home? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember her name? I didn't. I meant to look it up. uh, I don't know. Grammy Gilmore? That's it. No. It was that that wedding singer grandma. Yeah, like Ellen Albertini Dow, I think. Yeah. Um, She played Sarah. Yeah. This was her third appearance, actually, on The Golden Girls. Um, Third and final. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ethel Beavers died. Oh, did she? Yeah. Uh, we also had Christy a, Alley too. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it Christy or Christy? Christy, you're right. Yeah. yeah. We also had a Carol Brew. She was a Lucille. Mm-hmm. Sixty-three titles for her. Nothing particularly um, stood out to me, but it's her only Golden Girls as well. Mm-hmm. We had a uh, Bill Wiley. He played Smokey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forty-seven titles for him. His only Golden Girls. He did have an episode of. Uh, he had some some guest. Shots on a lot of episodes of yeah. you know popular shows: Owl, Full House, Mama's Family, uh, Punky Brewster, mm-hmm. to name a few. Yeah, and then of course, as Brent's already alluded to, we had a uh, Julius Harris um, played. Or no, sorry, Julius Harris was Mr. Lewis. Mm-hmm. 106 titles to his name. This yeah. is his only Golden Girls. 
He had some good credits too. Uh-huh. Uh, he did. Darkman, Incredible Hulk. Um, he was in the 1976 King Kong, mm-hmm. the taking of Pelham One Two Three, and uh, he was a Teehee on Live and Let Die. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. And then the one that Brent referred to, Don Lake, uh, Mr. Porter. Mm-hmm. His only Golden Girls, the 145 titles for him. Uh, he was in. He's been recently in the show Ghost, uh, 16 episodes of Space Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was played in Zootopia. He was the rabbit dad in Zootopia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and he was in Best in Show and A Mighty Wind and, of course, Terminator 2. Yep. So. Um, he does a lot of stuff with Bonnie Hunt. Oh, does he? Yeah. So that's why he was in um, Zootopia. Because okay. he was Bonnie Hunt's. Like, they play partners in a lot of stuff. Oh, very nice. So, kind of like a little uh, Catherine O'Hare, uh, uh-huh. Eugene uh, Levy. Levy. Yeah. yeah. Very exactly. nice. Um, have you seen um, uh, the new Ghost, like the American version? No, I, it looks funny, the previews I've seen of it. but yeah. uh, Or, you know, whatever commercials that I've seen for it. Yeah. We've seen... Um, all the episodes and stuff of the British version, mm. and it's really, really good. Uh, we've not seen the American version, but I've heard good things. It's just called Ghost. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, it looks I've like a funny show. Either. It's right. um. Oh, go ahead. No, that's it. Yeah, it just looks funny from what I've seen. Yeah, I, I can't speak to. So the, it's uh, not based off the movie. <laughs> no, no, it's. Uh, it's <laughs> so it's it makes more. I don't. I can't see the American. I haven't seen the American version, so I can't speak to it. But at least the British version. You know, everybody who's ever died on that property, their ghost is still there. Okay. And obviously, you know, it's um, you know, it's a four hundred year old British house, so you have a lot of people throughout history yeah, who yeah. have died there. Yeah. So it's you know neat to see different people from different eras interacting. Okay. But definitely, the oldest ghost there is a caveman mm. um, who's been there a long, long time. And <laughs> guessing just, he predates the house. He does. He does. <laughs> and like, and he's mad at the other ghosts. Like, Marland, you know, like he talks kind of cavemanish or whatever. But uh, you and your people with your weird ways uh-huh. scare yeah. and frighten me. <laughs> I'm just a caveman. <laughs> yeah. But I know there was definitely like some of the characters were talking about, you know, how long their families had been in that town. Mm. And he comments that, you know, they're all descended from him because his family was the first people there or whatever. And he's like, every one of you all descended from me and my sister. (laughs) 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 And they're like, what? And he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. And then he sort of like looks guilty. (laughs) 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 It's it's just really funny. Yeah, definitely. It sounds great. Yeah. I might have to check it out, and, all, uh, and the British version as well. Yeah, it's really good. Um, they just did a, I guess it was last year they had their Christmas episode, mm, so yeah. they should be ready for another season here soon. Very nice. Um, well, let's see. Uh, that was all of our guest actors in this one. Yeah. Uh, who got your MVP for this episode, Brent? Oh, Don Lake. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just because he's Don Lake? Exactly. Okay. He so. co-wrote uh, Return to Me, which is one of my all-time favorite romantic movies. Oh, okay. Well, as I uh, alluded to in the beginning of the episode, Brent may not take the MVP seriously. How about you, Ski? <laughs> I went Sophia. Sophia. Do you yeah. think Don Lake was good? Like, he why was, didn't you talk to me? He was fine for the 30 seconds he was in the episode. Who um, was better? Uh, Sophia is who I gave it to also. Um, I would. I, I think all four of the uh, the Goldens did a pretty solid job in the episode. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a great episode. The photographer good. who took the pictures. <laughs> Off screen, of course. Right. <laughs> Lucille. <laughs> she was amazing. Um, <laughs> to her divorce. Uh, but no, I gave mine to Sophia also. I thought she had the best overall um, impact on the episode. So how many slices of cheesecake did, uh, did it get for you, Brent? Six. Six? Yeah. Okay. It was cool. a solid episode. I enjoyed the episode not quite as much, but five and a half. Mm-hmm. So, so pretty darn close. I think five and a half also. Okay. So yeah. So 
solid, not spectacular, yeah. um, but you know, a good episode. I think we actually hit a little run of good episodes here. We did. So I'll be looking forward to uh, future episodes. So. Yeah. So yeah, this one, Brent, uh, we definitely like your your extra segments and whatnot. Uh, I liked them a lot. Yeah, we we easily cured an hour or so. Yay! We're an hour and ten already. It's a boxing big gift that keeps on giving. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so while all of you are boxing here, unbo- unboxing your Boxing Day gifts. Yeah. Um, we appreciate that you joined us for uh, the day. Yeah. Or whenever you happen to hear this episode. Yeah. Uh, so happy, uh, you happy take holidays. Twenty seventh. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Take it down on the 27th. <laughs> Just to punish those. Exactly. <laughs> Trust me, by listening there, it's punishment enough. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I hope everybody had a happy holidays. Mm-hmm. And uh, in 2023, I hope you continue to stay golden, Kokodo. Peace. Hey, thanks so much for downloading today. If you enjoyed that opening, you should definitely check out Ashley Jade on YouTube. She has a bunch of awesome compositions on there. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at Sophia's Choice Podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at Sophia's Choice PC. We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden. Again, as I was telling you, I'm a little bit less prepared than I'd like to be because normally I also kind of like to have any um, mentions kind of queued up. Yeah. But you just want to do it tomorrow? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> you can save the mentions for a month from now. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe what I do, or I'll just kind of quickly yeah. just grab a couple and throw them in there. And then... yeah. You want me to go urinate to give you a moment? I could need to go urinate. I can hold it. But... Oh. It's totally up to you. If you if Why you, would you? We've got three hours of podcasting. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You if really you need... want to wait no. an hour? I'll hold it. Keep them sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's totally up to you. If you wanted to go urinate, I could use that couple minutes to find a few posts um, mm-hmm. to, to mention. If you prefer to wait, then... But he doesn't want to dull you either. I can find the post when it is more convenient for okay. whatever you um, choose. Hey, you can save them for next week. I'll urinate between episodes. You know, okay. I'll give you plenty of time to queue them up. Troop around. Okay. Mm-hmm. He, he means business. Right. That's right. You need to record and not put up with any of the fluff. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So... Cool. Looks like mine's working fine. How about yours? Test. Sorry. You're fine. Boppy. Boppy. Retractable. Yeah, I think the problem before and... Stagnation. I guess this Bippy's a pervert. Who's Bippy? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He's like some kid's host or something. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's a pervert? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to judge him. I'm just saying he's into activities that I would consider... I think most people would consider to be beyond the pale. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was I'm going to ask, well, such as now. He's <laughs> uh, just in molesting kids, but, yeah. you know, that's yeah. that's not for me. Yeah. Is he, like, in the furries or something? <laughs> Let me see if I can get some. Maybe, maybe I was misinformed by my wife, like, when we saw him. <laughs> You saw? Did you see him live? No, no, no. Like, um, yeah, his his merchandise was at the store. Oh, okay. And she was like, "Oh, he's up." <laughs> oh, is it that little kid who's on all those things? Ryan's no, right, not Ryan. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> when you get popular at a young age, you just end up kind of going down a, an awkward path. I think so. Uh-huh. Let's not blame him. Blame the success. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Well, I, don't know. I googled "blippy pervert," nothing comes up. So <laughs> maybe my wife was misinformed. <laughs> Could be. Maybe she just felt like he had a pervert's eyes. Yeah.
Flippy nasty? <gasps> oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong adjective, I guess. Okay. Um, I'm not going to read it, whatever, but yeah, I guess he was a pervert. Okay. Um, he uh, didn't hurt anybody, though, did he? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Well, like, like he was all consenting or whatever. Okay. Well, that's that was my concern. I was yeah. like, like, well, so uh, you were real waffly, so yeah. I was worried that maybe... But first of all, I guess, let me show you two a picture of Blippi. Okay. So you know <laughs> what to imagine okay. as I'm telling you this. <laughs> maybe you've seen him, whatever. I mean, I've never know. heard of him, but it yeah. is possible I might recognize a picture of it. I guess he's a YouTube thing. Maybe oh, he has a okay. TV show or something now, but that's where he got his start. So yeah, I do not recognize the name. Um, so, anything. but I've seen YouTube once or twice. Yeah. yeah, that's what I've heard. So, so that's Blippy. Oh, okay, he does look like a pervert, to be honest. I do not know who that so, is at all. Okay. Anyways, don't let Candom or let Camden. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if everything he's you, done is consent with consenting adults, then you know his private life should stay his private life, even if it happens to get out into the public. <laughs> Now, if he purposely, you know, like, releases videos of himself or whatnot (laughs) or talks about his proclivities in the news, Mm -hmm. then, you know, he's at the mercy of his uh, people that pay him. Yeah. But I would say, you know, if it's somebody else who's, uh, you know, the bad actor and letting news out, Mm -hmm. then I hope he doesn't have any specific penalties as long as, again, it's all consenting adults that are involved. So this is um, Newsweek, which I consider to be a reputable resource. Reasonably so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's all fake news to me. <laughs> Who is Blippy? YouTube toddler star, quote, regrets, end quote, making video of himself defecating on a naked friend. <laughs> uh, all right, well, then that's totally different. Was he doing it for sexual purposes or because he was a young, stupid kid and they thought it would be funny? Uh, he, I don't know, had some adult skits and videos with names such as Turd Boy and Underwear Man. <laughs> And on one video in particular entitled Harlem Shake Poop shows him taking part in a particularly nasty version of the popular internet meme from several years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like, I don't know, he's pooping into another man's butthole or something. So. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, again... That should take a high degree of coordination also. Yeah, he should be celebrating his, <laughs> um, his ingenuity. Uh, ingenuity. <laughs> <laughs> Next time someone says there's nothing new under the sun, like, Blippi used to think that, and then inspiration struck. <laughs> and just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. Like, huh? Yeah, like, Look it Blippi? up. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the internet will tell you. Yeah, no, I don't think, like, if I was, if it was my kid watching his show, I don't think it'd be like, oh, you're done with this, because I, yeah. he pooped into another person's butt for a <laughs> gag. <laughs> but, I don't know. I, I may have different standards than yours, so... All right, well, uh, this actually I think is good enough to put on the end. So, oh, yeah. So people will definitely <laughs> be hearing this. He did. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Who's ever listening? Uh, <laughs> Whoever sticks around for the post-credit stinger. Exactly. Again, he did. Yes. Right. <laughs> post-credit. So are you guys ready to, to jump in? Yeah. Both feet. Okay, uh-huh. good deal.